Good morning, and we welcome for his monthly visit the mayor of Batesville, Mike Bettis. Good morning to you, Mr. Mayor. Good morning. How are you today? Oh, fantastic. Sun is shining, warm temperatures, and uh, looking forward to a uh, great uh, rest of the week, although the rain moving in, but uh, other than that, uh, guests can't complain. No, it's beautiful out today, and looking, I'm like you, I'm looking forward to a couple of really nice days, so uh, I'll, I'll take this weather any day. Exactly. And, of course, uh, the reason why we get together once a month is to go over the uh, city's uh, Board of Works and council meetings. And, of course, always uh, start out with the, uh, the Board of Works. And um, uh, for the most part, other than the, uh, the purchase of the chassis, which was uh, documented in the news yesterday, um, it was uh, pretty much uh, the same thing as far as um, uh, requests and so forth. That's right. And so uh, we spend a fair amount of time every month. Uh, reviewing requests from different organizations that are looking to use city streets or city parking lots for different types of events. And um, by law, we have to approve or we have to review those requests and then decide if we are going to approve them or not. Um, Most of them are relatively simple and most of them are uh, I, I say most, the vast majority of them are annual requests that make it relatively simple. You know how they're going, how it's going to work, and how things will be affected by some group using a parking lot or using the streets for a 5K. And so those have become somewhat um, easier to deal with. Uh, but we still treat them all special. We treat it, make sure we talk about each one. And so this month again, we had. Uh, for such a request like that, uh, but a couple of requests actually had multiple requests inside of it. Uh, for, an, for example, the, the Batesville's farmer, Farmer's Market Group um, actually had two requests in their request in their request this month. And so one is for Wednesday nights or Wednesday evenings, and then the second one for the Saturday morning event. And so we hear we we review each one of those separately and then uh, take a vote for the, for, for them as a whole. And so the farmer's market folks asked to be able to use the parking lot here in downtown, which is, well, I'll say next to the Umbrella Sky area, the, the area that the farmer's market folks have used for years is that parking lot that is directly behind our um, little, our little park here in downtown, uh, and so that area, they'll we'll be using on Wednesday evenings and then also on Saturday mornings for basically all summer and for part of the spring and part of the fall. So that's relatively simple. Another one is the Margaret Mary Health that has their Girls on the Run 5K, and they do this twice a year. They do it once in the spring and once in the fall. And so this year they put both requests into the uh, into one giant request so we could do them both at the same time and which we were able to do then on monday night and so they have set up the time then for uh their different 5ks i believe the first one is on saturday may 21st and then the fall one is scheduled in for november 12th and so that too is something that uh, we have done pretty much on a regular yearly basis for them the next one came from uh, Tim 
reader on behalf of St. Louis Schools to have their annual Cardinal Crawl, which is a 5K, which will take place on April 9th. And so, again, they have kind of a set route that they've used for years. They start in the, at St. Louis School, uh, make a lap around St. Louis Cemetery, and run out past the Liberty Park and then back into Saint, back to St. Louis School. And so that is uh, another annual request that comes every year. And then we had one, uh, I, I relatively knew this is only the second time that they've had it, but the Alzheimer's Association had a, a 5K or a walk last year, and they're looking to do it again this year. Uh, that will take place on Saturday, September 10th. It's what they call walk to end Alzheimer's. I don't know if it's a full 5K, uh, but it's more of a walk to celebrate and to raise awareness for Alzheimer's. And so they'll start in Liberty Park, um, make their way over to Brum Woods and then through Brum Woods and then back to Liberty Park. And so, um, so those, those requests were all heard by the Board of Works on Monday night and all were approved as presented. Okay. And as we allude to the, um, Approving the purchase of the chassis for the remount of the emergency vehicle. Uh, that was uh, that was a bit of a curveball in the uh, meeting in the fact that, uh, uh, I mean, but it is part of what the uh, the Board of Works is there for to do is uh, not only the uh, street and parking lot closures, but also when it comes to um, things for public safety. That's right. And so anytime this, the city enters into a, a contract of this type, it actually runs through the Board of Works. And, and so this is a relatively large contract. I believe it's uh, 245000 and change. And so we're looking to uh, take an existing ambulance that needs to get a new motor and chassis. And so we're going to reuse the existing box, which will help us save money. Uh, instead of having to replace the, an entire ambulance, this would make it a little bit um more cost effective for us so we'll be uh so we've uh agreed then on monday night to issue a contract to the horton emergency vehicle group to reuse the existing what I, we call box or the the area in the back where the patients are taken care of but the motor and the chassis will replace with new equipment and that way we can double the life expectancy of that box and and not have to buy a completely new machine and it will save us $75,000 up front. So that's was a, a good option for us. And so that too gets heard by Board of Works. And so whenever we have a contract like that, when we're doing street projects or we're uh, doing some kind of a project that is uh, a little bit out of the ordinary, those things, or as you said, public safety items, it's actually the Board of Work and Public Safety. And so uh, that b- board handles approving those contracts for the city. All right. And with that, we're going to go ahead and take a quick time out. We'll continue our monthly conversation with Batesville Mayor Mike Bettis right after this. Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. 
Let To-Go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To-Go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville To-Go, big city convenience, small town taste. And welcome back as we continue our monthly visit with Batesville Mayor Mike Bettis. And uh, Mr. Mayor, uh, the council meeting, uh, rather light agenda, uh, no items for uh, old business or new business, but uh, uh, per usual, uh, you gave your uh, monthly update to uh, not only, uh, of course, your the folks on council, but also uh, those in attendance on Monday night. That's right. And so uh, it's one of the things that I have done since I started to make sure that I do my best to try to keep people informed on what's going on around town, uh, certainly things that the city is involved with, and, and, and also get a chance to do some events. Uh, reminders for folks about upcoming events. So I try to get those, uh, get some of those out there also. Um, and once in a while, when time allows, we'll pick up some something different or something out of the ordinary. And so we were able to do that again this month with talking about the archery uh, group from the school corporation. So the, both the Batesville High School and the Batesville Middle School has archery teams that have competitions. And so they just had their state tournament this past weekend and uh the Batesville team did really well and so we're uh and so I just thought it was appropriate to take some time to recognize a, a group of of students uh who are involved in a in an activity and a sport and doing what they uh, and doing something they love to do uh, certainly the baseball teams and the basketball teams and the football teams and the soccer and volleyball and all those groups get a, a fair amount of uh, publicity and a lot of uh, press, uh, but the archery team may not get as much, but uh, they have certainly are getting the job done. And, and so I, I did share then with council that uh, the archery team had a great showing this past weekend at their state tournament. The baseball high school had two teams competing they had a team number one that finished in second out of 35 teams. Then they had a team number two that finished 26 out of 35 teams. So Batesville High School finished second in the state for the state archery tournament. So that's quite an accomplishment, and, and congratulations to to those archers. And then the Batesville Middle School had three teams participate, with team number one finishing in first out of 35, to- 35 teams. Team number two finished in ninth, and then thirty, and then also team three then finished twenty seventh out of thirty five. And so, again, they came in first place, and so they are state champions at the middle school level. And so, obviously, a lot of hard work goes into that, a lot of practice, a lot of time. And so, uh, congratulations to those teams and all the individual uh, archers in those groups. Uh, it's uh, we don't get to talk about state champions very often, and so I just thought it was important to share that with council and and take the opportunity today to, to share that with the rest of the of the city that uh, we have some young people who are uh, working hard and getting the job done, and and just like for them to be acknowledged for their hard work. All right, and then uh, 
Will they uh, be brought before a council maybe uh, next month to be uh, publicly uh, recognized? Or uh, is I don't they know. Think? We haven't gotten that far yet. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll have to see if that's something they're even interested in doing or not. Uh, but uh, it is something that we don't get to do often, so we'll, we'll be something we'll take a look into. All right. And then, of course, um, uh, financially, it uh, seems like the city's going strong, but uh, there are some uh, kind of uh, – cautionary things that we need to look uh, be on the lookout for uh, and this is involves things going on in our country and also around the world that's right and and so we, we ended up last year in really good shape financially and and um, as I mentioned both in the state of the city address and then also uh, at the city council meeting on Monday night that with how things are today with inflation and how that is affecting pricing, uh, of goods and services, and and like everybody else, the city purchases uh, items. Uh, we also purchase gasoline, just like everybody else. And so we have, uh, we're very going to have to be very careful this year to make sure we understand how this inflation thing is going to affect us. And so we're going to be a little cautious about what we spend money on until we get a better understanding about this inflation thing. It started off as being something that. Uh, people thought was not going to be, as they like to say, transitory, uh, that they thought it was going to be short-lived and would not be something that we'd have to deal with on a long-term basis. Um, it appears that, that those initial thoughts were not accurate, and so they are we're dealing with it. Here we are a few, you know, six, seven, eight, nine months later still having that same discussion. And so... It's something that we'll have to be careful about all year. And then certainly what's going on in Ukraine with the, the Russia invading Ukraine is certainly a terrible situation, uh, but it too will cause some challenges um, for pricing pressures. So there's just going to be a lot to, a lot of things happening outside of the city that we don't get to control that will affect pricing of goods and services that we need either the city or we may need as individuals. So that is certainly going to be something we have to deal with. The other thing I talked about Monday night, it was, um, it's been almost two years to the day, uh, actually on March 13th of 2020, that Dr. Welsh came to city council to give us a heads up about this thing called COVID-19. At the time we knew almost nothing about just the, seen some things on the news about this virus in, in China that was going on. And he'd come to, to give us, I'll say, uh, some insight, uh, some information about what could happen. And uh, within a few days after that meeting, things really took off quicker than anyone expected. And we were in the middle, in the middle of it, have been now for two, uh, for two years, and so it was something that has certainly changed the world, certainly how changed so much of what we do on a day-to-day basis. Uh, I think we've gotten to a point now with having a vaccine that's available and people who have been vaccinated, the vaccine does not stop you from getting the virus, but it certainly helps those people who then get, who, who get the virus and help them to not be as sick and to help them get over it more quickly. And so the vaccine has truly worked out 
rather really well for folks. And and so it, we're, we've come a long way. We know a lot more about the virus. We we have a vaccine now that helps people from being that sick. Uh, we're probably still only in the 61% range of local people who have been vaccinated in comparison to 56%, almost 57% of the states. So we're slightly ahead of the state average for percentage of people getting uh, vaccinated, but it is still something we're going to have to deal with. Uh, the good news for us right now is that there is not a dominant variant that is racing around the, the world that is um, um, off in the distance that's trying to make its way here. Don't know what that means. Uh, it does. Don't, not sure if there's if there will be another variant. It seems possible that there could be. Just don't know what will happen. And so it's one of those things that hopefully people will continue to be uh, smart, protect yourself, protect your families. And if you haven't gotten vaccinated yet, to certainly have a conversation with your health professional and let them guide you through the process and um, do what you need to do to take care of yourself and your family. So uh, I, I've talked about this at all at every city council meeting for the last two years. And... Um, I'm hopeful that we'll we'll turn the corner and maybe at some point we'll not have to spend as much time about it. But as a part of my job and to make keep people informed on what's going on, so I do it every month just to keep it up. But I'm if it continues to be slow like it has been here for the last few weeks, we may keep uh, I may shorten it up a little bit until we the next round of a variant comes our way. All right, and then of course another thing that. Uh has been in the uh, the news, but uh, not so much lately. However, is the uh, the Ready Project, and uh, you've had some uh, meetings with the uh, state officials last month. And uh, um, where does that stand right now? So you know, it's interesting. This Ready program from the state has gone up. It's gone down. It's uh, at one point I thought we were in a really, really, really great spot, and then uh, some things happened, and I thought, wow, maybe we're not in such a great spot. So the rules changed in the middle of the game. And then uh, we met with uh, a couple of representatives from the State Economic Development Corporation. And uh, it turns out now that the rules have changed again, and now they're not as severe. And so it has opening up some possibilities again to projects being available to be done. And so now we're, we're going to start the process, like, oh, I don't say all over, but we're going to have to start over and, and start presenting projects to the state to try to see if we can't get uh, some of these projects funded. Our regional group is a group that we call Accelerate Rural Indiana, which includes the city of Batesville, the cities of Rushville, Greensburg, and Shelbyville, and then also their three counties, Decatur County, Rush County, and Shelby County. Are the seven entities have made up our own um, regional group that we call Accelerate Rural Indiana. And so we will start the process of trying to get some projects presented and see if we can't start having some conversations about potentially getting some funding for these groups or for these projects. Uh, we originally asked for $50 million. We uh, were awarded $20 million to our region. And so we're now having to go back and go back through all of our projects. A number of projects will have to fall off the list. And so that is expected and uh, uh, is also unfortunate, but we will try to do our best to make sure we're picking projects 
that helps us and our region so that we can be successful and so that we can um, make our, our either our community or our region successful and then hopefully make the state successful, then which helps us long term. And so we're finally getting to the point where we're going to start being able to talk about some of the projects. Uh, we're not quite there yet. Uh, we have another meeting with them later this at the end of this month where we'll be pre start to present some of the projects. Uh, we don't get to do them all at one time. We'll do a, a few at a time on a monthly basis until we can work our way through the process. But um, and so I, we're in a much better position what we were than what we were. I'll say three months ago. Three months ago at this point, uh, I had thrown up my hands and was a little frustrated by the entire situation. But uh, this, when the federal government changed the rules for ARPA and it made it a little bit more understanding, it was a little unruly. It was almost impossible to meet some of their requirements. But now it's gotten better, and so we're hoping that that helps in the ready program also, Phil. So. More to come. We're just not quite there yet to make any grand announcements. All right. So uh, we'll uh, we'll stay tuned, as they say. And uh, any, yes. yeah, <laughs> and, and anything else uh, before we uh, let you go for the day, Mr. Mayor? No, I think that's it for today. Uh, I do appreciate the uh, the people who do come out to city council meetings or or, or who came out to the state of the city. Uh, certainly, the state of the city is a big event for me and for the city. And I would like to take uh, thank those folks who came out. Uh, it, it, we're so very fortunate that that people do care about our community, and and we have so many groups that are doing good work who are helping us grow and helping us be successful. And so we just need to uh, keep together, keep doing what we've been doing, and, and keep heading that direction. So everybody have a great week, and and uh, hopefully more of you'll be able to attend next month. And if not, we'll, I'll be here to share what's what's happened so that people can stay informed all right well batesville mayor mike best we appreciate your uh, time this morning and uh, we look forward to uh, talking to you once again next month if not before all right well thank you so much